What's going on? And welcome back to another episode of the Curling Commission Podcast. Today we're talking about NFL. We got the showers thought segment coming back. College football. We got a little bit of uh, World Series talk, and then we'll go into the educate yourself for talk a little bit of the Bachelor. And then I got a I got a player comparison going on. So uh, we're ready to go. So I mean, how how we doing? How's how's the weekend? A uh, swell weekend. Some nice ball. I got a new stress ball today, and really? uh, it's I'd say it's a top five stress ball of my lifetime. Um, I don't know. As you can see, it's got like a weird like like white creamy substance on yep. the inside, and I don't know what it looks like fluff that you put on a sandwich. I don't know if it's like lamb cum. I really I don't know what it is, but. It's it's makes a great stress ball. I gotta what tell about, you. I mean, when we went to that, where'd we go? It was like the first time I ever went. Got those like Hawaiian shirts, and then you pulled up with like a like a scrub thing that you just threw in your car. Where'd oh, that was, was it. Great. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yeah, yeah. And this is that cold, so just the poor man's TJ Maxx or the rich man's TJ Maxx. One could argue, but uh, yeah, I'm a big stress toy guy, and you know, so finding a good one, it's really. You it's got a lot of stress. Like, well, why, why you got so many stress balls? No, I just like playing with balls, but it just, uh, it's just, I don't know. I know it's eventually going to explode. So it's like, you just have to have enjoy it while it Have you exploded multiple balls before? Dude, my, are you familiar with Orbeez? Orbeez yeah. soothing spa. So they yeah. put those in like little, like, like animals and shit. It'll be like a duck filled with Orbeez and you play with it as a stress ball. And my two-year-old sister has one, and I broke that shit everywhere, and she cried a lot <laughs> when this happened. Recently, I just uh, kids' toys can be fun to play with, especially what if they're stress-related. And then, yeah, I broke. I got her a new one. I did. What that was a lie. I didn't get her a new one. I lied. I did not. Wow, just pulling <laughs> lies out and having to barely yeah. start the podcast already I lying. I know. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get in a little NFL talk before we get into the breakdown of the games. Odell out for the season, torn ACL. He, he texted, I think, Justina Anderson. I don't know. He, he hit him with a text. Is Justina Anderson a he? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was he she, hit I her. thought you said. Yeah. No, I, I think he said he, as in like Odell, hit her. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 With the text. Um, what do you think? What do you think about it? You think the Browns are worse off, better off, or just going to kind of stay the same? Well, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. I and mean, I don't think they're better off, and I don't think it hurts them. But just going back to that text real quick, is she attractive? Josina? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I've never like. I think I haven't seen Josina Anderson in a while. As a kid, I remember just like they'd be like in ESPN, like Josina Anderson. Here we go. Like yeah. they'd always talk to her. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I don't know. I picture. Cause I mean, if he's taxing her, like, think he's banging her. Well, I mean, that was, my first thought was like something's going on. I feel like you're texting someone and update, good like, hey, yo, I, I good tore looking. my ACL. But yeah, I've never like been like, hey, Josina, let me like analyze Josina Anderson's look. So I couldn't give you like a. Yeah, well, I just did. She's pretty attractive. So, you know, good for Odell on the for you know being on texting terms. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how bad. Like, like they saw like the offense don't move the ball without him. Like sucks you don't have your best receiver but it's one of those things it's like yeah i think the cleveland browns aren't gonna be you know they're not gonna turn into the chiefs they lose them but they're not gonna turn into like the Bengals. Well, actually they play the Bengals type you know they're not gonna be like some shitty team without them like they'll be fine 
You mean they're not going to turn to the Chiefs with him? Yeah. Yeah, you should without him. I was a little confused. Um, All right. And, and then another thing, we're not going to, since we're not going to talk about Buccaneers too much, Tom Brady, your guy that you picked to be MVP yeah. and tearing up the league, has been tearing it up since week three. He is what, four and one since week three, 15 touchdown passes, first in the NFL, 15 and one touchdown to interception ratio, first in the NFL. And 1,454 passing yards tied for fourth. Would you say that he has put himself back in the MVP race, especially with the performance that we saw from Russell Wilson yesterday? Um, Not, not yet. Not but yet. if we're talking about a 13 and three Buccaneers team, don't they already they have three? They, they have two. two. So, you so think that's gonna, why I'm saying like, no, I don't, with, but I'm saying, no, okay. I do not think it's going to happen. But if it does, but also what amazes me is like the way the teams transform since they look bad. I yeah. think they're running more Brady plays one. Like you see Gronk is like rejuvenated. Like they're getting mm-hmm. him involved and the penalties, they were the most penalized team in the league. And the last two weeks, they have four penalties and hand up kind of a shit stat. Cause like they had zero last week and four this week, but still like they've really cleaned it up. And I think now you see they're winning games. Yeah. I mean, also with that, their defense is starting to go crazy. Yeah. Make it stop yeah. everywhere. And Tom Brady looks like old Tom Brady. I think it was Dan Orlovsky put him as the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He was like, I know you got your Russell Wilson's. I know you have your Patrick Mahomes. But right now, with Tom Brady's experience, he says that he is the best quarterback in the NFL. And in the past three weeks, it kind of seems like he has been. So Yeah. I, and it's one of those things when you see quarterbacks fall off the clip, cliff, like the first thing that goes is the deep ball. Like Drew Brees can't throw it anymore. Peyton mm-hmm. Manning at the end, he couldn't throw it. Like, Brady still slings the he ball down good. Like, yeah. all the time. The only thing is I still have concerns about like if the opposing defense can pressure on him, like then I still think he's in trouble. But if he's got a clean pocket, like yeah, he's one of the most deadly dudes in the league still. Yeah, I agree. I, actually, I guess we were talking about clean pocket. It seems like recently the offensive line has been talked about a lot more, not only in the running game, but in the passing game. So then I just had a thought. I was like – I'm going to ask Noah this. Like, do you think the offensive line or having important skill players are more important to a team's success? I mean, offensive line is definitely more important to a team's success because, like, we've seen wide receivers, you know, like, I don't think good O line play can carry teams a lot further than good skill play. Just because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you look at the Bengals, like, they have decent skill play, but, like, you know, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, but it's like, if Joe Burrow has one second to throw the ball, like it doesn't matter. So I think, yeah. I think if I was a GM, I should I say when I am a GM, mm-hmm. I will be building my franchise uh, around my around your quarterback first, and then offensive and defensive line play a second. Yeah, I would say the same. The offense, like you need an offensive line to do anything, but then you also like if you have no skill players, like what's an offensive line going to do for you? Like, do you think that an offensive line can carry like? I guess, can an offensive line make an okay quarterback good? And would then, would that good quarterback make his skill players look better than they are? Do you think it would like carry over like that? Or is it kind of like a, if you have a good offensive line, you also need capable, like good player. Like if you, if you gave the Jets a good offensive line, do you think they would be a good team? I mean, Jets have more holes than just the offensive line. So no, but I think it'd be a start, you know? Like, yeah. But like, I, if so you have just, a good scheme, you can draw mm-hmm. up good plays. You can get guys open regardless of their talent. 
And that's, uh, you know, that's exacerbated when your quarterback has a clean pocket. Yeah, I agree. And um, one last thing before we get into the actual thing, talking about a running back that probably wouldn't even need a clean pocket, Bo Jackson. There was a Bleacher Report um, mm. little quote. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it? I did see it, yeah. He said that if I played during this era, I'd probably be averaging 350 to 400 yards a game. Um, I'd have to agree with him, but literally just in like throw him in any era, I'm like, he's probably going to put up an absurd amount of like obviously not 300 yards, but he's going to, he was, he was a beast and we didn't get enough of him. And it also leads me to the fact that like all these old players that like even basketball, football, whatever sport you're in, they like think the game has gotten so much softer. Yeah. So do you, do you, do you like my, everyone's like, yeah, if I play in the NBA right now, put him up 50 per game. Like, no, you wouldn't. And then like you have Bo Jackson, which I honestly think has the best argument because he was the most freak athlete we've ever seen. And a guy that career ended so short. So where are you with the Bo Jackson putting up 350 to 400 I mean, yards per game? Three fifty to 400. Like just like logistically speaking, that's kind of tough because like, it's a, are it's you even going to have enough? Like, is there going to be enough yards on the field for you to do it? Like, yeah, probably not. But I do respect the, the cajones to mm-hmm. for any retired athlete just to be like, you know what? Like, I'm not playing. Nobody's going to be able to prove me wrong on this one. Let me just yeah. Say, well, kind of and, like, does stats. it does it really take like balls to say that? Like, I feel like anyone could say like, if there is a time, it's a retired athlete. Like, I could do like I could be a Hall of Famer if I played in this era. And then you would either have people like, yeah, like this guy could do this now, or you'd have the guys who'd be like, dude, like what are you talking about? And no one would be right because you have no chance of proving them wrong. So. Yeah. The only thing worse than that is when. A goat debate kind of spurs up, and I'm not a big goat debate guy, but mm-hmm. the worst is when you know the white knight comes in to save the day. It's like, guys, let's just enjoy their greatness while they're here. No. It's like, well, you know, that's kind of why we're debating it because we're not choosing to do that. So it's like you yeah. really, you're really pissing on all the fun. That you People make about. careers, yeah, off of arguing about it. <laughs> yeah, like that'd be like if you and I were previewing a game, and I was like, well, you know what, the game's gonna happen anyway, so there's no reason to say what we think's gonna happen. Well, that's not it's not really why we're yeah. here. It's it's kind of like the people are like like you know that they're not gonna listen to what you have to say. Like you know they don't care. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like no yeah. shit. Like we're not it's just to talk about yeah. it. But yeah, um, I think it's an over exaggeration, the 350 to 400 yards. But do I think that Bo Jackson, a healthy Bo Jackson in this era or any era, could have set many rushing records? A hundred percent. Probably he's he was good. I don't know. I never watched him, seen a few highlights. You know the bonos, the bonos thirty for thirty, whatever it is. I'm not a thirty for thirty guy. I'd give it a watch, and then you'd be like, "This okay. is he was the goat." He was. Remember when he three. snapped the baseball bat over his knee? When he yeah, struck and out. Head. It's cool. Oh, it's the head too. Yeah. Yeah. He, cool. It was thirty. All right. Moving the games. First game, battle of the undefeateds. Pittsburgh came up on top, six and zero. Oh, only undefeated team left. What What's your thoughts? What are we thinking about this? personally uh yeah did we both pick that game right i think we were both on pittsburgh i think we both were on pittsburgh winner yeah so yeah i'm really a tale of two halves we kind of set it before the game like there's a chance for both team stocks go up and the first half it looked like it was going to be a blowout but i actually think like if you're a titans fan you walk away from that be like yeah we were in it at the end if you're Mm -hmm. you're a steelers fan you still talk yourself and like oh like we kicked the shit out of him i don't know if it's shit kicking out of but i don't think you can say you kicked the shit out of him 
Yeah, but you can still be happy with your performance. So I do uh, not to get too far ahead of the game overall, but on one specific player, I've got a got a spicy take. Is it I Case Claypool? That, no, no, no. He he fucked off in this one. Yeah. But um, I think that James Conner is the most underrated running back in the National Football League. Doesn't really? light up the stat sheet, but it's just like. Dude, like third and four, if you put the ball on that guy's stomach, he's converting the first down. I just, I don't know. I just, very reliable guy, dangerous, not a stat stuffer, but just a guy you want on your football team. He's the guy that's going to get you like the three and a half yards per carry, where if you put him on like four, like he'll get you the first down if you give it to him every time. He had a clean 4.0 yards per carry this past Sunday. Just clean. That's nice. I like it. I agree. I think he is definitely underrated. But uh, yeah, in the game, rushing really was kind of a non-factor. Like you, you look for like Derrick Henry. If you're a Titans player in the Titans team, you look to Derrick Henry to kind of jumpstart your offense, and you didn't really get that from him. And they were able to get. They was only 82 yards rushing for the Titans, I believe. It was really kind of through the air where the Titans found their success. AJ Brown, 150 yards and a touchdown. Tannehill keeps putting up good games, and then go to their defense. They had three interceptions. And they caused two they fumbles. Ben, big Ben they off three times. Ben off three times. Wow. And they were able. They were able to force two fumbles, I believe. But they weren't like they weren't able to do anything with these, and they weren't even come recover those two fumbles. So like you were able to pick Big Ben off three times, but then the Steelers converted thirteen out of eighteen third downs. So I feel like both teams' stocks are going to rise, and I feel like it was so close. It was a good game. There was no. It wasn't a blowout. They lost by. It was a missed field goal by got by Gostkowski, I believe. But like, yeah, if you're Pittsburgh, you could have blown Tennessee out of the water if you limited the turnovers. And then if you're Tennessee, you could have beaten the Steelers if you were able to convert off your turnovers. Yeah, I definitely buy the theory when it comes to Tennessee. Like, I'd much rather get them now in October than in mm-hmm. December than in January. Like, I'm fully bought into the theory that the colder it gets, the harder it is to tackle Derrick Henry. Like he's a guy oh, that builds. It's like when it's warm, you can kind of take those hits, but like, like you, you see guys bring him down the open field sometimes like Minka Fitzpatrick, who's a good player, but you know, just size wise, he really doesn't have any business bringing down Derrick Henry in the open field. Like he had a few nice tackles, but like when it's three degrees outside, like that he's literally just like six yards of carry, put the ball up the middle. And we saw that last postseason, And I think we'll see it again. Like, have you ever been like hit in the face with a snowball? Yes, and I it have. Just stings. Yeah. Imagine this six foot two, what a two seventy pound man, full speed running at you and just hitting you. No one's gonna want to feel that when it's cold, like so yeah. fucking cold. Like no yeah. one's gonna want to tackle him. I feel like it's definitely gonna be a mental thing. You're like, oh shit, we gotta tackle Derrick Henry today. Like, no yeah. thanks. And Tannehill's a lot better this year, I think, than he was last year. Like last year, like do do you remember his stat lines? Like. He'd go like a nine for 20 with, you know, 91 yards, a touchdown and a pick last year, some shit. And then Derrick Henry just rushed for 250 and they yeah, win. Derrick like, Henry this like year, high like, school football rushing stats. Yeah. Like this year, they can actually throw the ball. AJ Brown came into his own. Tannehill like took another step forward. It was funny because like, remember in uh, when Tannehill was in Miami every year, they'd be like, this is the year Tannehill's going to take the step he forward. He had like some weird like Drew Brees type of stat with like passing yards, I think, when he was with the Dolphins. Like he just like, Adam Gase just fucked him over. Yeah. He ne- like every year is like, this is going to be the Tannehill year. And like now, like 
it's years and years go by past that and he's finally taking the step forward but it's mm. like look i don't want to see him in the playoffs i wouldn't want to this i think this team to get dangerous if they just sharpen the defense up a little bit they win this game but also this game says a lot about the steelers ability to battle diverse of well, diversity no adversity and um yes. yeah so i think you can't sleep on the titans at all i feel like this is like titans could have won it and then the Steelers are obviously only undefeated team in the entire NFL. So that's pretty insane. Ready? Listen, ASMR. Here we go. That was it nice. Fizzed. Thanks, that man. Was but nice. it fizzed at the top. Were you drinking a Fanta before? It was a sun kissed, but some variety of orange soda. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll save it for the shower thought portion. Let's talk about another football game. All right, Seattle, Seattle at Arizona. Dude, DK so fucking fast. Holy shit. Yeah, that was one of those plays where it's like, I'd love to come on here and like make fun of like the announcers, social media, everyone for harping on that play. But it's like you watch it. You're like, yeah, I get it. I get the hype behind this one. Like what a just hustle play and just scary. Like, holy takeoff? shit. You, like, you like, saw the pick. Like he just the you saw the speed in like the distance between the arms, like the arms were moving. And then, Oh my God. Imagine me Buddha Baker. He'd be like, I have yeah, a scary. touchdown. And then he's like, shit. Dude, like respect for Buddha Baker. Like I, it wasn't a big hit, but like still, like if I saw that shit behind me, I would like slide like a quarterback in the open field. Like, nope, 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 nope. Like I'm I'd out of bounds. Any part of that guy fucking hitting me. I'm yeah. out of bounds immediately. It, that, that's absurd. Yeah, I want to know how fast he ran. And like, this might be an overreaction. I think they showed. Play, I think it was, they did. it was more than Daniel Jones. Is that 22? I think it was 24. I want to say. Yeah. This World record is 24 miles Usain per Bolt hour. does 25. Yes, I think he was. I think he was at twenty four, maybe twenty three ish. But he's definitely more than Daniel Jones at twenty two. That's absurd. Do you, yeah, do you think he's the fastest player in the league? Like, is that is DK? I mean, I told you a few weeks ago he is Tyreek Hill. I told you a few weeks ago he's Tyreek Hill speed, and it's like now I think we're learning he might be faster. Know. Like, dude, I don't know if he needs that race. <laughs> yeah, dude, the NFL like instead of the Pro Bowl this year, just one week, just do. The Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen throw off, and the DK mm-hmm. Metcalf Tyree Kill race, like and I like I and like Daniel Jones Lamar Jackson race. You know, throw that. I like to see. Yeah, it. right. Like Daniel Jones has no business yeah. running over twenty miles per hour. Yeah, no business running over. Them. But um, what was I gonna say? Uh, but there is a difference between game speed and like real speed. Like I feel like Tyree Kill's real speed is probably yeah. unmatched, but DK. He was like 10 yards behind, and Buda Baker was yeah. jogging. No, he's Buda Baker's fast. Yeah, he's like, fast. Fuck. DK Metcalf just, that was absurd. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Huge offensive game. Huge. Tyler Lockett, 200 yards. Hopkins, 103 yards. Teams combined for 359 yards on the ground. And with those stats, you're thinking, oh, the Seahawks took it up. You're wrong. You're wrong if you thought that. I thought the Seahawks were going to take it up. I think we both thought that. But they couldn't. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Not to um, flex too hard, but I will dab on the haters because I did pick that one. Um, did you actually? I did. Yeah, shit. yes, I did. Shit. But like we said, I don't think it's like any indictment on Seattle. But like Kyler Murray, I, you watch those games. I think he could scramble for nine yards on every single play. He's so shifty. Just like every play. It's just like if you're a defense, it's just like, 
dude. Like, we, if you want to stop them on third down, you need like a third and 16 because I'd say at least seven yards minimum whenever he wants, he can scramble for. And like, he's just, I don't know, he's maybe it's because he's small. I don't know. And he also, he does that thing. Uh, I know Mahomes does a lot. Deshaun Watson, huge. Uh, he's very guilty of doing this. And I, I don't know why it bothers me. It just does. They'll have like an open field rush, the quarterbacks. And as they're like, they'll be in the open field and they'll just be holding the ball out in front of them to like get extra yards. It's like, dude, nobody's in front of you. Like you're going to reach that point anyway. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Is it like though you're running, you're like, you're going out of bounds. It's like a. Yes. Except they do it for like four yards before they go out of bounds. So it, it just does nothing. It's, I don't know. Just a little pet peeve, but yeah. Um, but yeah, in how, that game, the okay. di- I guess I was about to say, is the dive for the pylon do anything, but we just saw it in the, what was it? The Indiana, Indiana. game. That does a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, dive for the pylons yeah. a key move, but um, it can't yeah. like I didn't mean pylon, not I mean, like first down. Like I feel like a lot of people go for the first oh, down. Like the happens. extra extension, yeah. Belichick always hates him. Yeah, guys does that because you know fumble, fumble potential, really? but fumble. Yeah, he's not a fan. But uh, Cliff Kingsbury not talked about because they won. He almost fucked that game so bad. I hate in overtime when they had it was like a it was a forty-one yarder. The guy missed the first field goal, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was a 41 yarder and they had second and 15 and he kicked it. They had uh, two more plays to just get more yards and he didn't run the plays. Like he played conservative, I guess was scared. They'd either lose yards or turn the ball over. But it's like, dude, like just run the ball two more times. Have faith in your guys to not fumble. You can turn it into like a 35 yarder. Like it's only six yards. So it's like, I just, I hate the mentality of just being like, we're good here. You know, like that's way too much confidence in your kicker. Yeah, like you're really gonna trust your kicker or over Kyler Murray? It's like, come on, man! Like, you got two more plays. You can trust Kyler Murray not to cough the ball up. Just run the plays. But yeah, and I mean, we were talking about which type of quarterback would you rather have the Russell Wilson type of quarterback or the Kyler Murray type of quarterback? And they basically had mirror image games. Russell Wilson went 33 of 50, 388 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw three interceptions though. And got sacked two times, so we had the worst offensive line. But I, it was it's so weird seeing Russell Wilson throw three interceptions. But in the last three games, he's thrown at least one, which I don't know if he's trending in the wrong yeah. direction here. But I think I mean, that he'll probably he'll get right. And like, is he washed? Inter- I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Never Maybe know. he's cooked. But what if he's cooking a little too much? Like, when's oh, the last time you saw he's Russell overcooked? Wilson? He's overcooked. Maybe Russell Wilson's a little overcooked. Like, when's the last time you saw him throw fifty yards? Yeah, I mean, whoa, right. 50, 50 well, um, yeah. attempts. And then Kyler Murray, 34, 48, 360 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, sacked, sacked zero times. So it's back to the offensive line. The offensive line of the Cardinals was doing their job. And um, is this the game where we see Kyler Murray take that step forward and maybe become a Russell Wilson-esque quarterback? We've seen him throw for over 300 yards a couple times this year, but we're kind of waiting on him still. Like, is this the game where he turns around? Yeah, they're like sneaky five and two. Like, yeah. they, uh, I don't know. A lot of people are putting him in the MVP conversation. It's like, no, Tyler, a little premature. Yeah, I see. No, yeah, if like, you go back and look at his stats, I don't think they're there yet. No, I don't think so either. But like, yeah, it, it definitely could be one of those, like, I hate to say coming out because he's been playing well all year, but like one of the games, like, if he turns out to be like a major player in the league where you look back, like, that was when he, he really shined in that game. Let me ask you another question. If Kyler Murray stays on this track, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Oh, man. Um, I'd rather. I feel like Kyler Murray has a better arm. 
Yeah, yeah. I feel like and like Lamar Jackson. I don't know. We've seen him lose in the playoffs. So it's just like does is I mean, he Joker? Yeah. I don't know. We've we've seen more of Lamar Jackson for sure, but I don't know. Kyler Murray is shifty, fast, probably not as fast in it or shifty, but has I feel like a way better arm, much better arm talent. So if we see Lamar Jackson take the next step with his arm, then I feel like you got to go with Lamar Jackson just because of how good he is at running. But like if Kyler Murray keeps improving, I feel like Kyler Murray has the potential to be the better quarterback. That's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but it's okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, can't go wrong with either guy for sure. Yeah. By the way, David Moore, that guy feels like an asshole. Holding call, blew the game. DK Metcalf scored the game winning touchdown in overtime. David Moore gets the hold. It gets called back. That's one. It's like, imagine having to face DK Metcalf in the locker room after your holding penalty. Oh, my God. That's got to be Well, who would we, is it? I'm assuming it's an offensive lineman. Maybe the offensive lineman. No, it's a DK. wide receiver. Damn. Yeah. Oh, the little like, guy? David Moore. He's not the biggest fella. Yeah. Yeah, so, the little guy. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Whatever. Um, Saints versus the Panthers. There was a total of 37 yards rushing for the Panthers in this. That's terrible. Awesome. Yeah. Do you they think stayed in the game? Yeah, I know. That's the quote's crazy. If CMC was back, do the Panthers win this game? CMC is back. The Panthers win every game. I think <laughs> I was looking at their schedule. You're you're big, you're big, they're better without him type of guy, though. No, I say that I ironically. Uh, I'm a, I'm well aware that. They're a better team with um, with Christian McCaffrey. But let me read you their schedule coming up, okay? So till All the right. end of the year, mm-hmm. I think with Christian McCaffrey, this is a playoff team, okay? They okay, right now four. they are three and four. four. They're three and four. So how many do you think gets in? You think you need ten in the NFC, or eh, you might need ten in the NFC with seven teams? Extend playoff, right? Yeah. Let's let's just Maybe say nine, nine, nine. does it. Okay, they have he three. Definitely not. They go Falcons, Chiefs, mm-hmm. Bucks. Okay, that's tough stretch. Falcons, I think they win. They'll probably lose to the Chiefs and the Bucks. But then, but then, but then, it goes Lions, Vikings. Dude, Lions are sneaky. Lions, I think that that's a battle of just two sneaky teams. Winner mm-hmm. of that game, seventh seed. Winner I think the Lions win that game. I think the Lions win that game. Okay, well, let's just if we're if we're talking like. Panthers hypothetical. Let's just, let's just give it to them. Hypothetical. Oh, Panthers won. Panthers won. Course, yeah, the Panthers won. Then they go Vikings, Broncos, and then Packers, which is a tough game. And then they go Washington, and then they, Week Seventeen they play the Saints at home. That game could be a battle for the seventh seed. We saw they could dude, beat the not, Saints, dude. They're, they're not pulling. They're not pulling out six games in that stretch. The only three. Like tough, tough games where it's like it would take a fucking lot. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. I think now I get it's a lot to ask. They go perfect in the other six, but it's like those aren't those teams aren't world beaters. And then who are the other six again? Falcons, Falcons, Lions, Falcons, Lions, Vikings, Broncos. Vikings are shit. One win. Broncos, uh, Washington, and then. Week is Washington good? They destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to that. 22. 22. We will. Yeah, that'll be discussed later. But like, no, Washington is still not good. Um, They could just win the NFC. They know they could. They could do it. No, it's 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 going to be the Eagles or the 
Honestly, maybe the Giants. Dude, Who the fuck knows? Dude, why would you even want to win the NFC East? Tell me that. Like, why is what's your motivation as a team that would get a better draft pick with your record than win the NFC East? You're just been like, I won the NFC East. I'm losing in round one. I mean, I think that's actually the mentality. If you've watched the NFC East this year, I think uh, they all agree with you. Why would we want to win this? They all seem to be trying not to win this. Um, but, you know, someone's going to have to do it. Someone's going to have to do it. If, honestly, we're talking about the Panthers. Say the Panthers go 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. They're sitting at the 8th seed in the NFC. And then, like, the Eagles are, you know, 6-9-1, and one, win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be down for Roger Goodell. Stephen A. Smith and everyone else who runs the NFL just to be like, let's just get Carolina instead of the Eagles, you know? Stephen A. Smith. I just feel like he's got some juice. I don't know. It's a random name. I was trying to think of more people I mean, that ran the NFL. It's a game of mind. I don't know. Do why. you think the Eagles why. would be like, yeah, like if you can give us a better draft? Like they, you should be able no, to trade a playoff spot. Like in this hypothetical COVID season trade a playoff spot for the draft pick. Like say the Panthers want to get into the playoffs. Cause I think they can make a little bit of a run and the Eagles made it be like, okay, trade us your draft pick and we'll, we'll dip. Definitely should be able to do that. It's like, I don't know. Like what if you're like, like, I don't know. Sometimes teams streak in, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That could. Cause like only for this, it. only for this season, could I see that happening? Cause the NFC East is going to get a team in that has no business being there, but a yeah. team that's going to get, like a mediocre to late round draft pick probably is not going to make the playoffs and want to get in. So yeah, now just this one season, make the trade. No, I could see the Eagles fucking winning a game in there. They are always just fucking no, dicks no, in the playoffs. No. I, I think they could do it. It's not so like gross. If they'd face, I don't know. Actually, no, because the first wild card team would be pretty good. I don't know. I don't know, maybe in a regular year with full fans of Philadelphia. They did, I don't know. We're not talking about the NFC East. But yeah, point being, room for the Panthers to get in. And I think with Christian McCaffrey, they might have a shot. Yeah, I mean, I was actually going to say, at three and four, is there any... I think they play Thursday night. Is If they lose Thursday night, why would you bring him back? Oh, I mean... If he's not like if he's not hundred percent, it's not hundred percent. Oh yeah, it's not hundred percent. I feel like he yeah, if, they, if they win Thursday, he's gonna come back less than hundred percent probably. Yeah, I mean, if you don't think you have a shot, don't bring him back hundred percent. But I don't think you're nearly as bad. But like, it's not like you're a Jets or a Cowboys level bad where it's just like, yeah. don't bring this guy back at all. That's true. They could always make a run. You never know. Yeah. All right. Moving on, we got the bees. Bees. God, that was terrible. That was brutal. Browns and Bengals. Okay. Browns at Bengals. Huge, ginormous. Twenty point fourth quarter comeback led by Baker Mayfield for the Browns. Baker Mayfield woke up feeling dangerous. Not really woke up feeling dangerous. More of a late game. Five touchdowns, one pick. What do we make of the Browns? What what are they? Are they good? Are they bad? Are they mediocre? Are they fake frauds, phonies? Like what are they? And we know, we know what the Browns we are. We don't the know Browns, what the Browns are. They're like five and we two. Do. Yes, we know what the Browns are. The Browns, they'll beat their Bengals of the world. They'll they'll go out. They'll beat the Cowboys of the world when they play them. Then do you know how many points combined or average they put up against the the Steelers and the Ravens? It was like ten. Six. Six points on average against those teams. 
So like we know it's like they might sneak into the play. Not even sneak in. They're five and two. I haven't. I don't know. I mean, we could pull up their schedule the rest of the way. I imagine they'll get into the playoffs. It's like if you're a team, you're facing Cleveland in the first round of the playoffs. You're not scared. Nick Chubb back. That could definitely add some fuel to the fire if they run the ball yes but it's like baker in the playoffs browns in the playoffs for the first time in a while i don't know why we have this narrative like oh baker's some clutch guy like he's not that good he pulled a nice comeback against he pulled a good comeback against a dog shit Bengals team but it's like you know what go down go down 20 to the steelers let's see your comeback motherfucker it's just like maybe not maybe um is that division the steelers ravens and the browns yeah, they'll probably all three will get in. Yeah, through the wild card, maybe. How like how how you get What's three teams in? The wild card. Yeah. Damn. Should be crazy. Should be crazy. Should be crazy. By the way, but, um, there's an eighty-eight. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's an eighty-eight on uh on Cleveland. There's an eighty-eight Bryant. It's like, dude, if your name last name is Bryant, you don't wear eighty-eight. You don't wear eighty-eight. Is there any Des Bryant update? You know? I don't think I don't think he was expected to uh I just heard I've been hearing week nine is like when he'll either be on the regular roster or be on the campus or the campus, the fucking facility. So hmm. week nine um, is when the Ravens Super Bowl run starts. Yeah. So Joe Burrow, 35 of 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Is there is there a race for the rookie of the year or does he have it? I was just gonna say, I think I mean Herbert's good. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. think Herbert's as good as him. Like for now, like yeah, I think they're as good Not as each other. Good. I think for now it's like, oh. yeah, like eventually, like yeah, Burrow will be the better guy. But it's like right. I mean, also, I don't know, Herbert has better team. Who cares? Like, I think that yeah, jo- everybody Justin wants to give Joe Burrow. Yeah, everybody wants to give Joe Burrow the rookie of the year anyway. So it's just like this kind of locked it up for him. I think even though it's week seven, like what did you throw? What'd you say? Through four hundred yards, four hundred six like, yeah, like, yards, thirty-five, forty-seven, three touchdowns, and the shitty of the shittiest offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do quarterbacks arms get hurt? Cause like if a quarterback or if a pitcher threw like a shit ton of pitches, like his arm yeah. be hurting. Like, he what about times, like, Where? I don't know, but it's just like, you never hear like, yeah, he's got ice. On. Like, do they ice their arms after throwing those passes? Like, well, I mean, I pitchers thrown like a hundred and something pitches at 100 miles per hour every fifth day and then you more like 30 times a year maybe less than 30 times a year and then you have quarterbacks doing 47 times not as hard not as violent not change up curveballs not doing all this random shit to your arms and it's every like seventh day true that probably answers the question yeah less less a little less mileage um what are the the chargers third in the if if justin herbert gets him into the playoff position then I think you could be like, okay, Justin Herbert, maybe you get it. But Joe Burrow is just one of those big names, and if you yeah, just ev- they cast- want everybody wants to give it to Joe Burrow, like yeah. And dude, are they the best one in five team in the league? They could be so easily be four and two. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Should it be the Chargers? Should yeah. it be the Chargers? Should it be the Colts? Should it be the Browns? Yeah, um, yeah, that's actually true. That's definitely true. They they could be. They may they might be. I mean, that definitely shows how good Joe Burrow is because he's really got yeah. not that much around him. So, Should yeah, I, don't know. I think I just I always think Minnesota is good, but I don't know why they're not. They're yeah, not. They're good. not. They're bad. Just, when I see those I purple think, uniforms, like this is a good team, but it's just it's not. A good I team. see the Bengals uniform, like those are the most underrated uniforms I've ever seen. No one That's talks about football. 
They're yeah, they're nice. Yeah, but I think I think the the Bengals got to be the best one in five team. Yeah, for sure. All right, that wraps up the uh, NFL. You got anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to get off your mind? Um, Cowboys lost no, by twenty two. That'll, that'll be addressed football in the, team in the shower thoughts because that is okay. when I where I go to cry after the games. All right, understandable. All right, then let's just get into the shower thoughts. I'll, I'll um I'll, I'll get it started before. Actually, you know what? We're on with football. We'll keep rolling with football. Give us your cry thoughts. Okay. Well, yeah. So it, that's what it is. It's just like I came on here. The, I wasn't the first show we ever did. And I said, Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Remember, yep. I, I said that. And I, I shot on it. Some people, some people could say a fool would say that, but fool's uh, gold is what the Dallas Cowboys are. Well, no, they're not even that. They're, they're dirt. Um, they're just dog. But, <laughs> yeah. Dog shit. Yeah. So now I'm, you're sitting here, you know, weeks out, and I'm like, I actually legitimately think they might draft Trevor Lawrence. There Why? is not. That well, is well good. we can get into would I do it and um will they be in position? Will they be in position? There's Could not be. one football team in the league I think they can be with Andy Dalton and now with Ben DiNucci. Dude, Ben DiNucci <laughs> sounds like he's fucking like my sixth grade social studies yeah, teacher. Who like is uh, Mr. DiNucci's class. Like what the fuck? Like like that guy, I don't know. He likes like, he's like teaches about like the ancient Mayans to middle schoolers. Like would you rather fuck? him be average? Or like just terrible, like because if he's average, you get a worse draft pick. You know what? I'd just rather him be him. If he's average, like oh, just just be Danucci, be you, buddy. Be I you don't be Danucci. He doesn't want to be King. compared to anyone else. He wants to be Danucci King. <laughs> yeah, just go off. But um, yeah. So, but point right now, I don't think they can uh, beat any team in the league. Like if Washington is beating you by that much, I don't think Washington is good. Dallas is that bad. There's holes everywhere except receiver, including, including, including running back. Zeke's lost it. He's no threat anymore. Um, so, yeah, the only thing they have going for him is good wide receivers. So, so I think there's a legitimate chance they go 2-14. and 14. The, No. Who do they beat? Maybe. They have the Redskins. I guess or, excuse they me, don't have Washington. a quarterback or an offensive lineman. Yeah, if they go with Danucci, I don't know if there's one team they beat. They have Washington one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no confidence there after this week. The Giants are going to beat them. Whoa, voice crack. The Giants yep. beat them probably worse than the Redskins. The did. Giants will definitely beat them worse than the Redskins. And then they have the Bengals, who we just discussed, probably the best one in five teams. So yep. the only thing is, can the Jets scratch out three wins? Probably not. So they might have a second pick. Um, but, did they low key look kind of nice against the Bills though? I mean, their defense looked okay. The offense only had ten points, so I, I don't no. know. I think um, I think you're. Have they being, won yet? I think the Jets know. I think the awesome. Dallas Cowboys are the worst team in football. Well, like, the Jets. If you think think the Jets can scratch out three more wins, I don't think. I oh, don't think you at the this Jets point in, at yeah. week seven. On the yeah, Cowboys are the worst team. Okay, is there one team on they can beat? I don't think Probably they can beat not. the Jets. Now no, they're, like, they're the anti-Chiefs. As we said about Jameis Winston uh, coming to Cowboys, coming to the Cowboys. At the end of the day, I sit here saying, "Oh, they're the worst team in football." They are a half game out from first place in the NFC East. That's so there absurd. is still. I, as I said, don't try anything. Why would you I, do that to the? Fans? I agree. I agree. There's no need. Just 
I'm okay with just, you know, I don't need to watch you on. I mean, I will watch, but you know, yeah, I don't, I need, I can watch understanding we're shit this year. That's okay. It happened in 2016. Well, got Saturdays to look forward to now. <laughs> of course. Like Sundays <laughs> are just fucking dessert, but it's like, I can accept the fact that this team is shitty, but some people in the Dallas Cowboys fan universe want yeah. this team to go for it. And if you want to go for it, I think you got three options. You got Jameis, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick, you got yep. Cole McDonald. Cole McDonald, he's uh-huh. an undrafted free agent. He was the quarterback for Hawaii. If anybody's okay, yeah, ever yeah. Like seen Hawaii, he had very long hair, yes. If anybody's seen Hawaii football, they're the Dallas Cowboys. Just no defense, uh, you know, just no defense. I just hope you put up a shit ton of points. He'd be in his element. He scrambles. It's good. He's got no O-line. So and he's an like, undrafted you know free agent? No, he was drafted and then uh, cut. He was so like a seventh rounder. But you don't got to give anything up for him. No, you have to give a shit for him. Just fucking yeah, bring so him in. You got to go with him. You should, like the Cowboys can't give anything up. They just can't. Unless like okay. it's going to help them somehow. Like Then go for the McDonald's kid. Okay, just rapid fire of quarterbacks. Just who could start this team that are free agents? Cole McDonald, Tim Tebow. Colin Kaepernick, oh my God. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Brett Favre, <laughs> um, what's his name? Paxton Lynch, Doug, he's undrafted. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Art Sitkowski. Troy Aikman. Tony Romo. <laughs> and yeah, like, so we've got some options. We've got some options if we want to get frisky, but no, I say we just tank, hope we get a top three pick, and then just fire everybody. As much as Cowboys fans shat on Jason Dude, I think Garrett. They, I think they got um, Mike McCarthy and Scott Van Pelt tonight talking about the season or something like that. Oh, that's great. I'm sure he's given a real inspirational speech. That guy's fucking nothing to say. You know, I'm really uh, not pleased with the effort out there today. Like, oh, thanks. Good. I didn't think I, – I would hope you would not be after a 25 to fucking three loss. That guy's nothing good to say. So fire him. Fire every coach. Jason Garrett. Honestly, you could bring back Garrett. You could bring back Garrett. For all He's the shit better. people talked about him, like he would not. I don't care who was on his team, who was the quarterback, he would not lose like that to Washington. Like he had that team fucking fired up and playing. It's so clear they hate Mike McCarthy. Nobody wants to play for that guy. The defense, they don't want to play for Mike Nolan. He could fire them all now. Fire them all now, Jerry. Fire them all. Brain Cole. Do McDonald's. we coach? Fucking, we would not do worse. Because at it's least we just be like, hey, worse. best players on the team run shit. You know, Mike McCarthy and Mike Nolan, the fucking the egos, they want like, like you know, we, shit their way. We would come in and the players would be like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Let's get these kids a win. And they would get us yeah. a win. Just be like, hey, like, you know how you guys hated the last guys? Like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be so funny if like you got to win for us instead of them? Like, you know, and that's just the motto. That's all we do. That's they, all we do. Like, hey, like, would it be funny if you got a Super Bowl? Or like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> this, this is how you, that's just how you put it. Wouldn't it be fucking funny if you guys like won the rest of the year? Like, wouldn't yeah. it be kind of funny? <laughs> yeah, and the Super Bowl team. Oh, all right. But it kind of seems like the Dallas Cowboys is history. Yeah, 2 and 14. Tank for Trevor. I bet you didn't know that was a, a segue into my shower thought. Uh, oh my wow. goodness isn't it crazy that we are living in a history book You're like yes. hey ed what do you mean what do you mean ed we're like our time is going to be in a history book like before this we were like 2002 to here i don't really know what was going on like what was going to be worthy of being in a history book 
2016 popped off. So like that part. 2016 yeah. did pop off. That was a great. Yeah. But great now that's we've books. in the worst way possible have entered history books. So now it's kind of up to us to rewrite history that's already being written and make the rest of our time in the history book the best we can. Roaring twenties. We got to turn it around somehow. Yeah. We got to motivate, do shit, come together, turn it around. Cause we're already in there right now. We're in there and we're are in we the bad part. It, we're in the bad part. Are we going to finish it strong or keep falling off? I got faith in humans that we are going to turn it around and then it's going to just, we're going to pop off. It's like 2016 on steroids is what we're going to be like. So that was my shower thought. My faith in humanity. I like is, it. Is, is being restored i don't know yeah, why like it, but it was just a like, nice shower and i was like shit like we're that's good i like the optimism in these in these trying times um but yeah. like you know if you think about it like like you take history in like high school and shit like like there's always like the test where it's like damn this is the test about like, the great depression like the times that like, we're like always shitty you know and then the like, next test fuck. is like this is when the coronavirus country fucking, test bro yeah yeah like dude like our fucking like grandkids will be like taking tasks about like covid and shit be like be like hey, yo papa gam can you um like can you like give me like i gotta write an essay on covid like what happened like yo bro motherfucker like i i tore that shit up like covid tried to get me like 90 times and i just wouldn't i wouldn't budge and then in the in the in the test they'd be like in the essay all they would write be like my grandpa bitch covid and then it, you'd be- have to give me an a plus That'd be a sick essay. I'd actually now, like in retrospect, when we talk about it like that, I actually might want COVID. So then when I get the call from the grandkids, I can be like, yeah, I had that shit so overhyped. Like the fact that they're teaching you about this is bullshit because like I murdered it. See, the thing that only thing that worries me about COVID and like obviously I probably should be worried about a lot more because like it affects a lot of people. But like I want the only I'd want COVID so I can't get it again. But that's also starting to be like a myth sort of. But it's like, if I get COVID now, what's its effects on me in 40 years? We won't be able to find out till 40 exactly. years. Exactly. So what if you get like fucked in 40 years? I don't want to die in 40 years. Damn. You know what I mean? That's yeah, pretty wild. Like, yeah, I didn't think that's the that. only reason why you're like, I. that's the only reason why I'm like, I don't want COVID now. That's actually, that, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think we're going to turn it around. And then I think we're going to get so far to the point where do you think like any at any point in history, not history, in the future, we're going to be like, hey, yo, all right, let's chill with this inventing shit. We've gone too far. Um, I mean, it depends on the industry, like sex toys. No, like those will <laughs> probably keep evolving. But it's like, I don't know, I guess certain things will like top out like I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of would you put a chip out, in like, your would you put a chip in your brain? no because i'm scared like they'd start selling ads in my brain and shit but instead of like my brain being normal where i could look at an ad be like i do not want that thing like they would just like put it in my head you want that thing and then i just forced them to fucking buy it yeah i'm not i don't i don't want a chip in my head and i don't want anyone like i'm sleeping what if they're like hey chip put it in my head how can i take it out that's the next time a form of murder it's just like hackers hacking chips yeah i don't want no chip in my head i don't want a chip anywhere near my head yeah for sure you got anything else i'm okay i'm okay well, i got one for you gravity okay okay um how does that work right now dude if i was on the bottom of the if i was on the bottom of the globe i'm like upside down 
bottom right side up. Gravity. Right now, we're like, know, it, like right now, like I think we're slanted on the globe. Like we're like, if I stood up right now, I'm like slanted. So like I'm like, I'm doing like some Kyrie Irving shit, where I'm like uh. always, constantly. You're constantly Kyrie Irving it. So I guess when Kyrie Irving like leaned forward, was he be- being more straight up technically? Like, um, don't know. I don't know. I saw a Neil deGrasse Tyson TikTok that said, um, if the world stops spinning, like we'd shoot across the world at the world at 800 miles an hour so like just like randomly? i don't know if that has to do with well just like hypothetically if it were to stop spinning unless we were bolted into the ground we just hit we'd get going 800 miles an hour so be like what if like for like point like one second so you know just happened that's that's how, you, that's how you allow people to start flying slow down the rotation of the earth yeah oh no, yeah Damn. i am also, uh, I saw he's got a great TikTok. Top ten TikTok. He does. Uh, Top. T- I would agree. I would agree. It's amazing. You know, but actually going back to your, like when society's gonna be fucking hype again. It's like when Charlie D'Amelio is president. Like I feel like that's when we really bounce back to society. Because like yeah. a lot of people blame like our current issues on leadership, but it's like I really don't see any particular leader like bringing us back to the promised land until it's a D'Amelio in office. I will accept Charlie or Dixie, and like. Then shit's popping in this country. So, like, I don't know. What do you have to be to be the president? Like, 40? So, like, when one of them are 40? 35, like I think. 35? So, just, like, countdown to fucking when one of them's 40. And it's just, like... But that's a long America's time. Fucking that's, um... That's in, like, 20 I'll years. I'll wait. You don't... Wait you, my you, you'll be 38. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll, we'll wrap it off with the D'Amelio's running the country in 20 years. Move on to some college football. Big Ten football is back. It's popping off. Um, I just want to review my top five list from last week. I think it was spot on, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, mine is Penn State. So I went with Ohio State. Nailed it. Two, Wisconsin. Nailed it. Three, yep. Michigan. Yup. Penn State lost to Indiana. I don't agree with Indiana's touchdown. Um, I don't think that it got in. I think it was pretty obvious they lost control before, if I'm being honest. I, I don't think he got in. And then five, Minnesota lost, but they did lose to Michigan. Yeah. So I like and I don't totally see another team. team. I don't see another team that would be like my six. Or my, my and I do. I do. Let me get to it. Because <laughs> we got a spot to fight four and Minnesota lost. So like you can't bump Minnesota up after a loss. But a team that won and defense looked great, offensive line looked great, skilled players on the rise, capable QB. The Rutgers are the nice are my fourth best team in the Big Ten right now. Argue you I can't, am, you can't. And I really like if you said they were the, I will statistically, 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 they have to they're be tied the best for defense. First. They're tied for first through seven weeks in the Big Ten. Greg Shiano still has him at the top. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they shit. play. Okay. But like Shiano said, like, remember the Seton Hall game, the bomb, 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 bomb. Dude, he was... that one. It's fucking pound the chest. Lacking. In that speech, we talked about last week. He said first competitive, then fucking win the big They 10, were then win more the than competitive. More than competitive. Not to get not to get ahead of this past week. We will talk about that, but not to get ahead. But they play Indiana this week. Indiana's ranked 17th in the country. 
you win that game, you're two games into your coaching tenure and you're ranked already. Do you two think not, nah, dude? I don't think they'd give him a ranking. I think they might. They'd get the a Big vote, Tennis. but they wouldn't give him a ranking. Indiana 17, though. You're you'd be two and oh. Dude, I you'd be two- like You'd be two and zero. You'd have two two and zero like, in the Big Ten against two like Michigan State. I don't think they're Michigan that State good. Like Indiana is definitely respectable. Yeah, they're ranked. So, yeah, you you uh, could sneak in a 24-25 spot. All right, let's think about this logically for a second. Does Rutgers have? Oh, you know what? I want to check their odds right now. I want I want to do that. But okay. but if they don't get blown out, like what key takeaways from the game? Defense looked amazing. I don't care. Like yeah. they weren't like ridiculous fumbles. Like Young punched the ball out. Like they yes. went for fumbles. They that's got to the QB play. against an offensive line that's normally good. So I don't think his offensive line is shitty because they've been there. They were there last year, I believe. So Rutgers defense looked great. So you can't take that away. They were some sometimes iffy, but the, this team couldn't like Michigan State couldn't have gotten like did they lose a lot of players from last year? Like, they I weren't good they got, last year either, so it doesn't really matter. But they weren't terrible. No, they weren't Rutgers level atrocious. So it's not like Rutgers beat another Rutgers program. Like yeah. Michigan State, they're they're a program that's rebuilding. Like if we're being honest, but it's like, dude, if you're Rutgers, not only do you take any win you can get, but like, I still think Michigan State is like a mid tier. Maybe I, I, you could say it's biased. I still think they're a mid tier program. I think they're above your Maryland's of the world. I think they're above your Illinois of the world. I think they're above maybe even. I don't know. This year doesn't seem like they're above Maryland or Illinois. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They might not. Illinois looked like, decent against Ohio. Who, who played Ohio State? Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Never mind. Yeah, but seven force turnovers. They got to the QB. They did what they like. They made Michigan State look bad, which yeah. is what you, you. The offensive line looked good. The D line dominated. They have what looks like a capable QB. The third quarter is what I look to, and I'm like, oh, like if they play like they did in the third quarter, then it's like they might be in for a rough one against like these mid level um, teams like Indiana. Indiana's only favored by twelve, minus twelve. Indiana yeah. minus twelve. Yeah, it was Michigan State minus eleven and a half. So. Yeah. Yeah, dude. dude. And Saturday, so, lit. Oh, I yeah. And I, lit, if you look, so it's okay. No, it was it was an appropriate use. And I, look I for mean, a just big game the, from the wide receiver Haskins. What's his name? Haskins Hopkins on Rutgers. Wow. Yeah, the thirteen kid? big. Why? What? No, that's um, Krushnak. Krushank. Uh, yeah, Krushank. Look, big Rutgers. West like Virginia Hork- University Horskins? transfer. Like horror or something. Hold on, Rutgers know. football. You keep talking. But yeah, like. I don't know. I think if you look at the makeup of the team, they have a scrambler, which like good O-line or bad, it's always good. Especially, I think they lack the most. I don't know you're about to talk about a wide receiver, but I think that's what they lack the most. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have a scrambler, that's going to be good when your receivers aren't getting separation. And then the defensive line was what stood out to me. Like every, I know Michigan State scored on a fourth and one, but every time they're going for it. On Julius short, Turner. Okay. I no, that was sure. that was the guy defensive line fifty. Oh right, fifty. Yeah, that guy was a beast. So every time they were mm. going for it on on fourth and short, it was like, is like as a Rutgers fan, you're sitting there and you're just like, yeah, please go for it. Like that's what mm. you're hoping for. And a lot of some of the turnovers and fairness, like the one the one quarterback, uh, there's the one interception. 
Lombardi just threw it right at the guy. Like there was no receiver. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. But I mean, a lot of them were legit strip sacks. The one pick was for real. And I know each the box score shows 28, but like I think they had one or two garbage time touchdowns. So it's like mm-hmm. there was a split second where that game was in doubt. But for the most part, I'd say like the entire game was dominated. And so it's like now to look forward to next week, it's like Illinois coming off an emotional win at Penn State. They're seeing Rutgers as, you know, they might Indiana, not fight by and hype. No, no, Indiana is seeing Rutgers as yeah, like, Illinois. Oh, excuse me. They're seeing Rutgers as this just like, you know, they're still Rutgers, nothing to worry about. But it's like, hey, guess who's fucking motivated? The boys from New Brunswick. Like, you don't look past them. Rutgers, I mean, Indiana beat a Penn State team, but like, and Rutgers just beat Michigan State, a bad team, but they're both coming in motivated like they beat ranked teams. Like, if you don't think Rutgers is going to come in like motivated as shit, then like you're wrong. Like, if Indiana sleeps on them, like it's just going to happen again. Haskins, Giovanni Haskins, tight end. He's a tight end. 6'5, 251. He looks good. And honestly, like, if you're just – how many games do they have? Eight this year? Huge, huge. Six, five, two, fifty-one tight end? Uh, yeah, they have eight. So if you, scratch, if you scratch off four and four, which I think is doable, because you have a Maryland and an Illinois in your schedule. So I think you could be both those teams. That'd so if you scratch off and a four and four, three and five season, like, that's going to help you leaps and bounds in recruiting. Dude, if you go three and five this year, you would have been a bowl team in a regular yeah. year. Easily, I, I you might still be a bowl team this year. I don't know the bowl schedule, but like they're doing that Big Ten versus Big Ten challenge. You know, mm-hmm. there's like the East plays the West. Just don't be in the last place game and successful season. And now yeah. I don't think they will be. I don't think they will. Yeah, there's got to be a team that gets one, only one win or zero. Yeah, and I think they right? scratch off at least they'll definitely scratch off at least one more win. Like they play like Maryland. Yeah. Hopefully, two his brothers, the quarterback hopefully. from Maryland. That kid sucks. No, that kid really sucks. He is not good. He Wait, transferred from Alabama. Brother? To his brother, yeah. He's Maryland. Can he transferred be? from Alabama, yeah, to oh, Maryland. Shit, I know and he is not good. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah, but also what you like, what you want to see is Greg Shannon went out and got size. Like last year, they yeah. looked tiny on the offensive and defensive line. Now they got size. They got good size on the tight ends, wide receivers. Oh, man. I'm excited. Saturday can't come soon enough. Analogy? Rutgers football could become Virginia basketball. You're not necessarily grabbing these five-star guys, but you're grabbing guys that fit your system. You have a good system. I would take that in a, in a fucking heartbeat. championship. Yeah, dude, Rutgers basketball is kind of starting to do that. Yeah, New Jersey's on the rise. I mean, I don't know about you, but like my back hurts from New Jersey carrying the rest of the United States through this pandemic. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I think we were voted as the number one hated. Yeah, yeah. You know who else is hated? Alabama football. Yeah, we New New Jersey State Warriors. New Jersey's New Jersey rep. New Jersey pride. Wear it. All right, this is the. The wackiest, 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 craziest top 25 I have ever seen to the point where I had to take a double take and go be like, this has to be a, a fake. Like, this has to, like, this is wrong. Okay. There's some you, you like, What? 
there are some give me some teams that are like in there you want to know yeah oklahoma state university do you know where they're they're this year yeah what are they fifth sixth sixth yeah they're fucking they're great best team cincinnati no i know like they're doing well but i didn't like this is like a i like you haven't seen these names in a while cincinnati so they yeah very good team this year marshall 23rd 22nd 19th 19 yeah marshall has an explosive offense they score a lot of points yeah i love i love this i love seeing like how covid screwed everything up that you get these teams in here now and they're going crazy Did coastal carolina drop out this past week or are they still in they're 20 yeah no they're good coastal Coastal carolina Carolina? deserves to be in liberty is also a team that deserves to be in i don't think they are in undefeated liberty that's a good team dude liberty is a team last year that Rutgers lost to and like i was like fuck i mean maybe they're good liberty's good Good at basketball too. They they would have made noise as a 13 seed this year. Coastal Carolina is always good at baseball. They sneak into one sport or another. They get the rankings. They won the College World Series out of nowhere a couple of years ago. So this is the wackiest top 25 I've ever seen. Like everyone, they all deserve to be in it from the seasons they've had. But it's still like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Cincinnati, I feel like, is always in there, but like not seven. Not not as high, yeah. But they're uh, they kind of also benefited from. Like the Big Ten not starting uh, mm-hmm. at the same time they did, but yeah, they're, they're still a good team. I've Can we get the Big East ball. back together, please? No, <laughs> no interest. Louisville, Syracuse, Rutgers, Cincinnati, UConn. Yeah, no, that's a good team. I and mean, the AAC apparently, like if you see the stuff about it, it's like especially UConn hated it. They left in in basketball. They went back. They actually did go back to the Big East. UConn in basketball. So it, it's supposed to be a terribly run conference. The AAC. Yeah, I mean. Like Rutgers was too good for the AAC. Yeah. So. Yeah. And now we won the Big Ten. So. Exactly. All right. Let's move on. A little World Series. Let's. I'm not gonna. I haven't. I kind of lost interest in the World Series. Like talking about the games and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, we'd be mistaken if we didn't talk about the history that's going on right now. Okay. These. This. We are in the midst of the greatest off-season performance. Uh, we are in the midst of the greatest offensive postseason you've ever seen. Randy Arozarena. Arozarena? That's good. He fucked I think the Yankees. Name. Yes. 27 hits. Just past Pablo Sandoval for the most hits ever in a postseason. Most home runs in a postseason with nine. He has, in one year, I believe he's a rookie. He's a DH. This has to be the best DH we've ever seen in a postseason because he's getting the most hits ever and the most home runs we've ever seen. And do you want to guess how many hits he had in the regular season? 13. 18. What about home runs? Wow. Six. Seven. He's putting together a already better, I mean, obviously better because he's doing a historic run, but he has almost 10 more. He probably will finish with 10 more hits and almost two to three, almost probably three more home runs. We don't know. This kind of has game seven written all over it because it's going one, 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 one. And it kind of seems like the uh, Dodgers don't have all their pitchers tomorrow, but, or today, I don't know, Tuesday. But um, yeah, he's crazy. I think he's only rookie. He didn't have the greatest regular season, but I guess he'd be kind of getting into stride if it was normal. And um, yeah, so this kind of goes back to our main point. Uh, actually, hold on, I'll finish. I'll go with Walker Bueller is also on fire. Yeah, it's here, he's right? Crazy Walker pitcher, Bueller. 
39 Ks this postseason. Only three players of postseason history have had a better ERA over the nine starts. He gets his ERA over the not his previous nine postseason starts. His previous nine? Yeah. Um, like 2.7. 1.28. That's very low. That's the Kid fourth deals. best over in tight pants on that guy. What we're seeing right now is history's being made. And what what to you as a baseball fan, what makes or as a sports fan in general, what makes sports interesting, fun to watch? Winning. Winning, exciting. Yeah, it has to be exciting. And you love to see records be broken, uh, kind of depending on who you are. But that makes it exciting, right? Yeah, I like records. What are we seeing? Because I, before I researched this and saw this, what are we seeing from a shortened post, a shortened regular season? Records. Records being broken because people are getting hot at the right time. It seems like they're getting hot at the right time. Everyone's still fresh as fuck. For the postseason, yeah. no one's really hurt. I mean, the Yankees got hurt, but like whatever. So I feel like 162 games. If we shorten that, like, what if you had like a hundred game season, or sure. maybe like 90 or something like that, 112. Yeah, like I said, it. shorten it, keep this postseason. Like, I feel like we can get more exciting games, more exciting postseason. I feel like this has got to be the way to go. Like we're seeing records being broken. I feel like that is because of the shortened season. And yeah, I'm not a big like harp on ratings guy, but also like you talk about it is more exciting. Yeah, like these games have been good, but also like nobody's watching these things. Like the record, the, the ratings are shit. So it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, the ratings, I don't know I what like you got to do to see I feel like the ratings are kind of shit for everything. Like weren't the ratings kind of shitty Sp- in the across NBA all too? sports? They're down, but like baseball, yeah. they're real. They're real low. Yeah. But I don't know. Fanless is tough. It's just, yeah, Arizona, that guy's going to fuck the Yankees probably for the next. 15 years so dude, i don't think so I, I think you think he's big. just getting hot yes dude he hit really? like 218 in the regular season <sighs> hit 18 hits i hope so i hope you're right yeah but i don't know i just i kind of hope like the dodgers just take care of them in six just like give the dodgers their ring get on with yeah it. I, don't, I don't think the, the rays don't well. the rays don't get it kershaw's pitched well past two games so good for him yeah i mean i don't know it's just just let's just wrap this fake season up already you know yeah, I mean, it. like whoever gets it, I don't think they, they don't deserve. They keep the okay. keep the records. The records are the records, league world but, uh, series champion. <laughs> Dude ripped a little league world series. Not happening. Worst cancellation of twenty twenty. I agree it, that it's it's such an. I don't even know it's underrated. Like it's just amazing to watch. Great event. Great event. All right, wrap it up with a little. Uh, before before we go, a little educate yourself before Noah gets into the Bachelorette, which I. I'm refusing to watch, but probably will watch eventually. Let me give you a little what the fuck stat from Instagram. Okay. I like that guy. Let me see if I can pull this up. This is comparing. What, what, what do you think? My, it's going to compare two people. Um. Okay. It's going to compare Serena Williams. No. And Ben DiNucci. No. Okay. All right. So we've been talking about who do we think is going to get like the Joe Burrow treatment? Who's the guy that's going to stand out and going to be raised the draft stock? Now, I don't know how old Mac Jones is. Mm-hmm. Is he draft eligible? No, not this year. Okay. Whatever. If he was, he, he would be the Joe Burrow this year. Right now, yeah. first four SEC football games. 
Mac Jones is arguably better than Joe Burrow. I did see that. It was fucking. It was it's, fucky. It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Yeah. But if if he's younger, which I he definitely is younger than Joe Burrow, and he's doing this, and he's gonna have two years to develop. We might be seeing a second coming of Joe Burrow in college football. First four games, Joe Burrow had two more touchdowns, one less interception, 14 to 12, one to two. Completion percentage better for Mac Jones. Passing yards better for Mac Jones. Yards per attempt better for Mac Jones. Passing first downs better Mac Jones. QBR better for Mac Jones. And you might be like, well, Mac Jones has all these players on the outside. He's all these five star recruits. I mean, you're acting like Joe Burrow didn't have just no, Joe Burrow had him. It's like one Joe Burrow heated up later in the season. Like no, what was I, it, I'm four not, games in. That was that. That's more of a like. It is. Yeah, he's watch good out numbers. for Chase Jones. But Joe Burrow had the best college football season for a quarterback of all time. Yeah, like, he's not going to get there. Like, but like, watch out for Mac Jones. Yeah, he said Chase Jones. Watch out, for Chase Jones. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Did I actually? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, I said Chase. No, 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 Chase. I said Chase. Maybe I did, but I was talking no, about Chase. I, the, did. I, was I know what Chase, you meant. Mac the Jones. LSU. No, no, no. Oh, okay. The LSU wide receiver that opted out, I think, last year. Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. yeah. And he was really good. Yeah. That's hilarious. That is Nate funny. Yeah. Listen to this, but hey. He, he should have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you're the quarterback. In and out. Now that Alabama's throwing the ball more, like whoever their quarterback's going to be, he's going to put up sick numbers. Mac Jones, obviously. Yeah, he's fucking good. Like, I wouldn't want to go Shown against it. him, but also like, you know, beat Clemson like Joe Burrow did. Then we can compare. Yeah, no, no, no. Like that was like a comparison as in like get everyone hyped. Maybe like yeah. start an argument about this. Like I'm down, but like there, there's in the end, there's like no Joe Burrow comparison between this. Unless he, unless he really does put up a great season, but it's not this season. I'd have to see it next year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. You want to hear about the bachelor? Bachelor at time. Yeah. All right. So it's episode Don't two. Don't they hate her? Don't they hate her? Who's they? The boys. Everyone. Yeah. Well, the boys. The boys are gonna beef with her. Uh, it appears at least in episode three. The beef uh, hasn't really started with her yet, except for if you're Yosef or Brandon, which we'll get Shit. into now. In this one, in the last episode, a quick recap. You know, we see, uh, we hear about, you know. Uh, we just meet the boys, learn a little about Claire, but nothing gets real frisky. Now, in this episode, we start learning about the group dates. Are you familiar with the concept of the group date in The Bachelorette or Bachelor? No, I'm not. This kind of seems weird. Like they go on dates together. It's electric TV. It's about really? one girl, eight to nine males, depending on the uh, depending on on how far into the season you are. Wow. And so, yeah, they go on the group At a date. Time? Uh-huh. Eight, eight to one ratio. Uh, so it'll start with an activity. And then at the end, there will be a cocktail party. And uh, the man who shines the most will receive a rose, granting him immunity for that week's rose ceremony. Nice. Little pre-rose. Yes. So you want to shine on the group date. So for this one, there's five parts. How, for the five. how do you, um, I believe you're probably going to get into this. How do you make yourself shine? What, well, what, 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 what put you what put you apart? Well, just stand out. I mean, it kind of depends on the bachelorette, you know. 
obviously in this season, as we all know, Dale is just the standout. She loves Dale. I'm of the camp that they had communication before the show. You know, she just loves him too much. So, but Dale, as we'll learn, did not get the group date rose for the group date he went on. Oh, which is just shit. Like, Maybe she is trying to make it interesting, though. Yeah, I think she's just trying to like push Dale, you know, light a fire yeah. under his ass a little yeah. bit. So, you know, you just got to stand out, just be you, you know, win her over, you know, be mm-hmm. a gentleman. So for this one, there's five parts to the first group date for the five love languages. That I'm not really familiar with. It's, you know, some girl thing where you're like, it's how you show love. I don't know. Uh, so uh, one of the parts was the men would stand on the ground. No ain't no softy. No ain't no bitch. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. I need that, bro. So like, yeah, um, the first part is the men would stand on the ground and Claire would be like up on a balcony. And they would, you know, Romeo and Juliet style profess, I love you because yeah, da, 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 I like your hair. I like your boobs. I like your ankles, you know, just things like that. Say nice things. Um, so, yeah, that was the first part. And that part, you know, it was kind of it was very awkward because you're professing your love for a woman while like seven other dudes are just watching you and about to do the same thing. So, yeah beautifully awkward television then the you next want to part, go first in this situation you want to go first yeah or last arguably definitely yeah. not in the middle uh but then the next part was funny because they had to go to their rooms and get her a gift but the thing is you're getting her a gift from a hotel room like you're not prepared for this shit so they were bringing the dumbest gift. so one dude gave her a baseball like- a chess piece a t-shirt dale gave her a dog perfume but Dale is still the front runner. Like Dale, like Claire. What do you see in this man? I'm Wait, you have that. to you have to go to a hotel room. Well, you go back to like your room and like the little compound they live in. Like they all like stay in like rooms, you know. And you just have to like give her something you have already. Find a gift. Find a gift from your room. Like five minutes, bitch. Get her a gift. So they definitely some just, weird. They gifts definitely just like throw them random gifts. Like this would be mm-hmm. fun if you gave her dog perfume. Yeah, I have no idea. One dude gave her just like a used T-shirt. <laughs> It's like it was a random shit. I think that um, would be the best one. Yeah, I mean, I, she was like, she gave you like, mm, smells like you, but it's like, yeah, like he's sweating that last night. Like, enjoy it. Like, it's gross. Um, but then after that, they had to like Claire would put on a blindfold, then the men would put on a blindfold and go up to her, and they just like touch each other. It was like kind of weird. I don't know. Was, that was a bit of a strange part. Kind of went over my head. But uh, she touched Dale, liked his abs. So you know, again, Dale is just shining. So then we get to the cocktail party, and what if this they're already they... dating. I really think that's what happened. Like, yeah, I don't know. But um, then we get to the cocktail party, and uh, this is where you know um, the drama really begins to manifest. Okay. Claire does a toast. Hey, everybody! To us, to new beginnings, to life. Lachaim, Mazel Tov, one of those. And then after the toast, as is customary in bachelor bachelorette culture, the men are supposed to say, hey, or at least one man, one leader, the alpha, is supposed to say, hey, Claire, let me grab you for a second. And then they go off, have a little one-on-one time. Time is the game. You, you want think the time. the producer picks the alpha? I think the alpha establishes himself, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, okay. So, yeah. But when Claire does her toast, what is she met with? Silence. It's just like, all right, let's have a good night. Clink, clink, clink. They clink the glasses. No words. It's like, holy shit. Like, whoa, do the boys not like Claire? Wait, what? Do they normally say something? Normally, a man steps up and says, hey, let me take you. But in this instance, nobody does that. So Claire, this happens. Queen, she pops off. 
She yells really? at the men, why are you here? Step up, ba 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 ba. She questions their intentions big time. You know who's not a fan of this, Ed? Yosef. Yosef is not a fan of this. He says, I thought this was hot-headed and immature. But you know who was, who came to the rescue? You know who came Dale. to the rescue. Dale. Dale. Some could say he's a simp. Some could say he's a simp. Well, I mean, if you're on the same. Bachelorette, aren't you? I mean, like, I, I mean, like, come on, like you're on the Bachelorette. Yes, but like Yosef wasn't. He's like, why is this bitch yelling at me, Dale? He was like, Damn. I love you. True. You can yell at me as much as you want. Yeah, but you know who gets the group rose? Yosef. Who's Riley? Riley? Who's Riley? I don't know. Riley comes out of nowhere. He they he did pretty well in their one on one time. He got a little make out action in. Good for him. Little French. Really. And uh, yeah, respect to him. He is jacked, muscular as fuck. So, got him the rose. I don't know. He kind of came out of nowhere. And then we move on to the one on one. One man gets a special one on one date with her. She picked Jason. Not the most interesting part of the show. They shared details about their past write letters to their past selves, which is just like snooze fest, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they write every negative name down. They've ever been called down on a piece of paper, throw it into a fire, you know, burning the past. So Jason Damn. gets the rose. Uh, they didn't specify. I think he also got a little make out action in there, maybe copped a feel, but, you know, didn't uh, didn't bring it home. Now, Cup group of feel date Albert? two. Yeah. <laughs> group date two is where... Uh, I personally began to lose lose feelings for Claire. Uh, I turned mm-hmm. on her here. I was a Claire stan. I supported her. Group date two. Claire lost me. Damn. Allow me to explain. Every season of The Bachelorette, there's some sort of athletic activity that occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it was dodgeball. Just a side note: there was a warm-up game in which Claire played in. I mean. I if she, I was going against her, I would have railed her with the ball. Like if you're going against <laughs> me, like you know what? Don't get don't be on the court if you don't want the smoke. You know I would exactly have. agreed. Yeah. But then uh, the real game gets started. It's two teams, best of five. Uh, the winning team gets to go to the cocktail party. The losing team has to go home. But at the last second, this is where Claire loses me. She adds a wrinkle to it that I wasn't a fan of. She makes it strip dodgeball. Mm, ah, nope. it's just nope. so demeaning you know because by game five you got dudes playing dodgeball in their underwears like i in their underwear i'd feel like such a little bitch doing that you know yeah and yosef even said that he says hey clary i got a daughter at home i don't want her watching her dad playing dodgeball in his underwear that is demeaning that's demoralizing you know so i'm a kind of a yosef fan i fuck with yosef yosef doesn't take no shit yosef is a fucking man but uh, I think he's probably going to get bounced because Claire doesn't seem to be a fan. But I respect it. That was kind of demeaning. And the team of Brandon Easy, Easy is his name, E-A-Z-Y, cool guy, uh, Chase, Jay, and Joe win. Now, we go to the cocktail party. Those are the gentlemen at the cocktail party. Episode sort of wrapping up here. Uh, we get, Each man gets one-on-one time because now it's only five because half the group has been uh, didn't get invited because of the dodgeball lost. Now, let me, let me ask, what, what do you think about this move? A lot of men go for the makeout. Some go for the hug. Makeout's more of a privilege, obviously. You know what Easy went for during the conversation? Did he slap her ass? No, he was doing a foot rub the entire time. They're talking. Oh, it was just massaging oh, the feet. Okay. 
Yeah, strange. I thought you. I thought he was gonna be like aggressive for some reason. No, he oh. was obviously actually the opposite. I would say he was just sitting there. They were just talking. He was just rubbing her feet. Um, but then Jason got some time with her. He got a little makeout in there. Good for Jason. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, Chase. Um, so, and then the final drama of the episode, or I should say, penultimate drama. Uh, Blake. Blake was on the losing team. Blake, throughout this entire show, he somehow got a rose without, he has not spent a minute with Claire. Not one minute. It's like, whoa, Blake, he's on the scene actions. I want my time. So even though Claire, uh, Blake lost and is not invited to the cocktail party, what does he do? Shows up. He shows up anyway. What does Claire do seeing he shows up? He res- she respects his balls, gives him time anyway, talks to him anyway. The other dudes find out about this. They are heated. They say, yo, bitch, you lost dodgeball. You're not crashing my cocktail party. So upon seeing this, Claire sends him back to his room. He says, she says, hey, Blakey, you lost, buddy. I don't want to upset these fine gentlemen over here. Please leave. So now what does Blake do? He doesn't leave. He goes for the kiss. He goes for the smooch rejected as fuck it was no. the most awkward shit i've ever seen and she Damn. goes she, she swerved him she swerved him hard she said and i quote come on you can't go from that far right now oof awkward rejected the shit out of him but silver lining she actually loved the gesture and gave him a rose he got a rose so i mean i guess good on blake but it's like I mean, he's going to be memed forever with that rejection. It was. Yeah, I don't one. understand how like, you go here and like you're like, I love this girl so much, but she makes out with all these other dudes yeah. and goes on dates with all these other dudes, but I still want her to be my wife. Dude, like Dale literally, like Dale's ready to fucking propose and she's making out with like three different dudes a night. It's like, that is, I guess it's just part of the game, but yeah, that would definitely be brutal. There's been uh, the, a lot of times on The Bachelor, like the girls will get really upset when like The Bachelor's doing that. Um. But yeah, it's, it's part of the game. And then my personal favorite part of the episode, we meet Brandon at the end. Uh, Brandon's getting a little one-on-one time with Claire. And this is on par with like Warriors 3-1. I don't, I'm not even going to call it a choke. It was a Dallas Cowboys versus Washington football team abysmal performance in his one-on-one time. Claire lobs this dude a softball i mean a meatball right over the plate so easy to hit this one out of the park you know mm. you don't even have to hit it out of the park smack a blooper you know over the second baseman's head like, a little poke it was a little poke the opposite way a little poke lay a bunt down the first base line like this was a softball the question was what made you want to be here easy enough question he paused for three seconds stuttered a bunch and then said um, well, you know, um, I mean, you, first of all, you, you are gorgeous. He could not think of a reason for why he wanted to be on the bachelorette. He, all he had to do was compliment her, you know, say, make something up. Like how stupid are you that you can't give this girl a reason why you want to be on the show? Like you don't even have to lie about that. Literally any answer is acceptable and he still couldn't answer it. So on spot, Claire said, get the fuck out of here, buddy. Really? He's bounced. Yeah. What an idiot. Like, he did so bad. Like, so why do you want to be here? Well, um, you know, I just, COVID's crazy, right? She's like, whoa, motherfucker. That wasn't even the hard <laughs> question. <laughs> so yeah. 
that that that's a basher and then apparently this Damn. week is the most um action-packed episode of the season so i'll be watching tuesday how night. many seasons are there and you mean episodes yep um i don't know there's usually We're somewhere in like the 10 We're range in yeah. episode three yeah it's gonna be a spicy season you don't really spicy want to peak at episode three no but spoil i mean everybody knows it's actually i believe episode three is the last episode of claire and we get a bachelorette switch mid-season i don't know why my it's kind of out there why but i stay away from the spoilers personally ed i like to be surprised my theory i think she just says you know fuck all these other dudes i like dale the most i'm just gonna dip with dale that's what i think happens or all the other dudes turn on her including dale are just like we don't like her you made a strip during dodgeball Fuck you. We want a new lady. That could happen too. So, has that happened before? I, I'm not too well like, versed we, in we, Bachelor, Bachelorette history. So, I don't really know. Tuning into Bachelorette history tomorrow, tonight, Tuesday night. Chris Harrison could probably give it to us. That guy, best host on TV. I got to tell you, he should call yeah. the World Series. Better than Hanson? I mean, let's not go there. Let's yeah, not. I mean, you went there. It's like making me pick between mom and dad. It's, you know. I can't. All right, so they're, they're tied. The, the hands. What was the other guy's name? Was he Hanson too? Scott Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. The ages. First name Damn. Scott. Wow. Name Scott. That's crazy. Scott Hanson. Scott Harrison. It's not Scott Harrison. I just I can't. Oh, is it Chris Harrison? Yeah, it's Chris Harrison. It's Chris Harrison. I mean, All right. brain fart. I guess thinking about Scott Hanson. Best, okay. best television host in history. All right. Yeah. Now let's educate yourself. That's the podcast. Okay. Goodbye. Right, peace out.